0: the follow the relationship podcast the podcast about leadership potential and getting out of your own way hey everybody mike Doffney here thanks so much for joining me for today's podcast this is follow the relationship this is episode three we are going to talk today about Timing is everything. You ever heard that joke? There's that famous joke. What's what's the key to comedy? One person asks. And before the other person can even respond, the person says, "Timing. What's the key to comedy? Timing." Well, timing is everything. If you think about this, even in relationships and in work you're trying to do, not just in things that are mechanized, but being in sync with someone. We often feel that that we are the most engaged when we are, quote, in sync with others. Gallup talks a lot about it being flow. In leadership and in our lives, timing, much like comedy, is everything. But why then do we pay so little attention to it? We act like, like being synced up with others is a matter of just some magical thing. When in reality, you can be intentional about timing. So if you're trying to lead your own life, if you're trying to lead a team, if you're trying to lead a family, if you're trying to lead others, you need to be intentional about how you get people in the same spot at the same time. And it, believe it or not, it really is within your control. I used to say a lot of times in my early days, I would volunteer at church, and so you're working with teenagers and things like that, and I remember saying to young couples, remember, the right person on the wrong day is the wrong person. And Think about it, there's so many people that had you met them at the wrong time in your life, let's say if you're in a relationship, you may not have been in a relationship. So it's really true. You know there 's many ideas they would say an idea whose time has come because there 's so many thoughts that show up and then nobody will agree or believe they 're possible or that they 're relevant, and then the right opportunity comes to re- to reconsider, and it matters. This is the way so often in our own lives is that because we will force and push and not be intentional about pace and timing. We miss great ideas, we miss great partnerships, and we act like it's all just fate. And so, because time, of course, is outside of our hands, we're like, well, I guess you'll just have to wait your time, wait your turn. And so leaders, how often, especially, that was the old way of thinking, right? You'd tell a new employee, well, it just it's not your time yet. How many really good leaders have been forced out of organizations because, quote, it's a poor timing for them. You're a little too aggressive for us right now. Yes. Okay. Great. That can be true, but here's the deal: you actually are letting opportunity pass you by because it doesn't feel like the perfect timing. You've got to understand how does your pace impact and is impacted by the pace of others. And so I'm going to talk a little Clifton Strengths with you guys today to talk about understanding that. So if you've never taken Clifton Strengths, um, go to my.gallup.com. I think it's like what. 22 bucks or something like that you can go ahead and get a code top five Um, And if you're an executive and you'd love to be coached on it I'm happy to do a free session with you shoot me an email we'll set that up But the clifton strengths will be something i'll be talking about in the midst of this And it's this idea of our brains have a preference in timing Like there's a certain approach you take to things and so do you know? How your timing works, and whether or not others are in sync with you. And so when you think, so Gallup, um, the Clifton Strengths has 34 total themes that then cluster into four buckets. Those buckets are what we call domains, Um, strategic thinking, relating, executing, and influencing. And so strategic thinking, they are critical and creative, and they take ideas and break them down or multiply them. Relating themes, they're the glue and the grease that hold people and situations together and help them operate smoothly. Executing themes know how to accomplish things. They're measured. They understand that time it takes to do work. Influencing themes, they have something they want to move, create, sell, they want to influence you, so they're called influencing themes. Most of the time, we just hope that we're in sync without realizing that timing is everything. You have to think about, am I in sync with other people? And so there's a couple different beats. First of all, do you know, step one of being in time is, do you know your own time? Do you know your own rhythm? And so if you're someone like me, I have activator, communicate. my dominant themes are Acti- communication, command, activator, positivity, and woo. Activator is a very is all about getting things going. And so I'm really dominant at in influencing themes. The majority of my approach is forward moving. What's coming next? What's going to happen tomorrow? I talked a couple of uh, podcasts ago about how much I hate to look at where I am. A lot of this comes natural to me. I have to force myself to do it because activator is always interested in, you know, activators live by the rules. Um, you know, a mistake can be corrected, but a missed opportunity is gone forever. When it comes to my themes, the activator in me is all about forward-looking. And also, I want to understand a story that hasn't been told yet because of my communication that causes me to lean forward. So for me, I have a forward orientation. Um, I often put off doing my taxes to the last minute. Turning your receipts is a last-minute act. Um, Backwards-looking. The only thing that saves me is I have enough context. If you have that theme, context is history, I have enough top 10 that that if it helps me, again, Again, it's more my communication theme. If it helps me understand the story, I like to look back. But ultimately, though, my tension and my preference is forward, forward, forward. And so for me, I am really in sync with people who want more, who are excited about moving forward, who are excited about going there. Those who want to do something different... I'm often, I'll miss them. I'll run right by it. And so what that means, I will leave learnings on the table, as they say. Meaning if I would, so an event happens, I make a mistake. I mentioned uh, making an investment a while back um, on one of my podcasts. And well, if I just run past that, I will actually make that same investment again in a different form and not have learned because why? I didn't look backwards. Forward-looking themes, themes that are kind of all about the forward. Then we can miss the past. We don't do debriefs well. We don't Stop and catalog our mistakes and say, how do I not repeat them? And so if you have activator or futuristic, um, let's see, developer even at times. And again, these themes depend on the other, what else is in your mix. But themes that are moving forward, especially influencing themes. You may struggle with people who are wanting to look at now or look backwards in the past. Now, if you have themes like context, connectedness, belief, responsibility. Um, You do really, really well at looking at the past. What did we intend? What was the original intent? And so for you, the answer to the future exists in the past. I am a couple years ago. I, I was working with Lake Washington School District and one of their principals and I, we were having this conversation and one of his dominant themes was context. Context is a, is a theme that leverages history in order to, to navigate a future situation. And I said, well, tell me how context shows up for you. And um, he said, he's like, well, every summer it's a teacher right every summer when we had summer break he said when I was a teacher before we would decide what we were going to do for our summer we would do like one family vacation they'd go away for a week over the course of that summer break um, every year he's like as the kids got older they would have they had the ritual of this dinner where they would go out towards the close of school and they would sit down and talk about what it is they want to do for their family vacation that summer and I said well how is that context he said well even over the years what would happen is they go out to dinner and then come home for the conversation he's like before we would start talking about where we wanted to go he's like I have a drawer in my desk that has every brochure from every family vacation we'd ever taken and we would go through these brochures and think about what was the best and worst vacations because he did not want to repeat the bad ones context doesn't like to repeat mistakes and so as part of his process he would look back over all of his vacations in an effort to kind of create a good vacation forward now, that's a pretty extreme example but it's backwards looking it's this back end looking to the looking looking far behind so if you're like me and with influencing themes, you're really looking forward. If you're more history and you want to be really clear about intent, you may look backwards. You may like to see where you're coming from. And then you have themes that are completely focused on the present. They're like, well, look, all I know is I have work to do right now. And you're like, yeah, but there's other things that are coming down the road or maybe we should stop and look backwards in the past. And these can be things like Achiever, even Strategic in strengths final language. Now, Strategic in business language is forward-looking, patterns, strategic and strengths finders about removing roadblocks directly in front of you. If that's the case, if you are completely focused on, well, tomorrow will take care of itself. What about right now? Right now. And so you're trying to get people to invest. Imagine. So um, you're investing, you're looking right now at the problem in front of you and someone's going, yeah, but listen, if we invest long-term, like you see this playing out right now, even in politics, we've got a new president, They're trying to decide how much to invest in the current economy. Secretary um, Yellen, I believe she'll probably be secretary by this time this airs. Secretary Yellen, Secretary of the Treasurer, is saying, listen, we know that, yes, we are really spending money we don't have right now to invest in the U.S. economy, but it'll be much worse later will be in a worse situation. Well, for people, if your dominant themes are really focused on now, if, if it is responsibility deliberative and you're right here in the present, you're going, well, wait a minute, there won't be a future if we're careless now. It's much more difficult to look forward when you see what a bad situation we're in right now. And so knowing that you're very now focused, the work you have to do right now. And so people want you to pivot and make changes or they want you to stop and analyze. You're like, I have things to do right now. And so if you think of about your Clifton Strengths themes and you think about your own personality. Is it forward? Is it backwards? Is it present? That matters. Timing is everything. And so think of it. There's times when you will be at conflict with people and you'll think it's personal. You'll think they don't like you, don't respect you, don't trust you, when the reality is it's a matter of timing. You don't mind you don't mind going forward if I give you the time to look backwards. You don't mind dreaming of what's possible if, you actually, if I can build in the fact that the future possibility is based in the reality of today. You may not mind all these different mixes if we could just consider them. Think about your relationships, personal or professional. What's the timing like for you? Man, do you share a vision, but your timing gets off? Is there anything you could do... To compromise your timing or realize that maybe you need a conversation where you lower the temp- emotional temperature because you realize it 's not about um, personality it 's not malicious it is simply a matter of timing classic example of this as you guys know one of my um, one of my clients is a major league baseball team and I was doing a coaching session with the head pitching coach and the bullpen coach uh, uh, couple weeks back and we were having a conversation. And so one thing that came up that they ended up outing and then we actually mapped and ended up being really valuable to them was um, I asked the bullpen coach, I said, what do you do when you see a pitcher start to, make changes or behave in ways that don't seem correct. So the pitcher starts lifting their heel or they start changing the angle of their toe. They move their head different. Something in the act of the windup or the release suddenly strikes you as off and you can see that the pitches aren't doing what he wants them to do. I said, what do you do? And dumb, real dominant themes of uh, responsibility, belief, and context for our bullpen coach. His response was, well, he's like, first of all, in that moment, I stop and, at, and verify and I watch it repeatedly to make sure it's really happening. Then, though... I want to know, you know, is he next up out of the bullpen to relieve a pitcher? Is he two or three deep? Where are we in the process? How deep is that going to go? Um, is this something? Is this something that will matter today? How vital is this? Is this night? He takes into consideration the schedule, the timing, all these other factors, and then weighs whether or not it's something to be talked about in that moment. Well. The head pitching coach, who is listening to this, we're in this conversation together, his response, I said, well, what do you do when you see a pitcher doing something that you think is detrimental or is throwing off their pitch? Real dominant individualization command, self-assurance. He's like, well, I call it out. Because in his mind, with command, every moment that it's allowed to exist and go further down the road, the more likely it is to cause problems. So he has a real immediate need to get things going as quick as possible to make those changes. And in fact, but his command is focused in on, well, if I don't say it now, maybe it won't get said. And so for the two of them to be able to sit down and have the head pitching coach say, well, if I know that the bullpen coach has a process... And I and he has belief responsibility, so he's really high trust. You know, he he's really trustworthy, dependable, dependable guy. He's like, if I know he's a process, I actually can like lower the anxiety and actually pause and wait and circle back with the bullpen coach instead of going directly to the player because the timing will work different. And understanding that you know what his priorities, as long as the bullpen coach knows what the head coach's priorities are, they will then end up on the same page. But. Let to their own device not considering other people the head baseball coach is going to the head pitching coach is going to be the pitching coach is going to be wanting to correct issues immediately in the moment the bullpen coach is wondering why he's rushing it and not considering it and they could seem out of sync suddenly the awareness of what their default timing is allowed them to choose to find ways to be in better sync Think about that for your own life. Are there things that you will just default to? Man, if you have deep thinking themes, if you're like intellection, ideation, even sometimes not ideation as much, but definitely intellection, analytical, um, if deliberative is a theme of yours, sometimes connectedness. When, uh, when someone you're working with expresses frustration or pain, you will often want time to think about it before you respond. Well, man, activator positivity command on my side. If I'm having conflict with you, I want to rip that bandaid off immediately. It's a matter of timing. And so my push to want the moment to go away quick can feel really intrusive to people who are thinking instead of being patient. So I always laugh and say, well, you know, if you're in a relationship with me all fights happen and you have thinking themes, we're gonna have to have fights in two parts. The part where I express so I feel better, but then yet at the same time I hold my breath waiting for you to come back a day later and respond. And so knowing that. And so even if you have executing themes which are like achieve responsibility and wanting to get things done, you may find that you don't necessarily want to stop and think about it, you wanna work through it and come back. Versus relators, you want to talk about the emotion of it and not talk about the action. So timing, forward, backwards, present. Where are you? What could you do? How much of the conflict you experience in your life is simply a matter of not giving that person the time they need or not realizing what's motivating your own anxiety and your own push. Timing is everything, and the more you understand about how your brain thinks, feels, and behaves, which is what strengths are trying to give words to, the more likely you are to be in timing with others. And again, this podcast is called Follow the Relationship. Part of the key pieces is understanding our relationship to our motivation, and our relationship to what we think, and and the relationship between the actions that we take. So, if that sounds like you, I'd love to hear from you. Give me a heads up, shoot me an email. My email address is md at michaeldoffney.com or you can direct message me on Instagram, LinkedIn, or Twitter. So, again, it always means so much to have you guys on this podcast with me today, kind of diving into some leadership tactics. Hope that's okay with you. If you have comments or questions or things that you'd like for me to share or to talk about, please shoot me a message. Until next time, love you guys. Can't say it enough. Thanks for being here. Have a great week. Follow the relationship. You've been listening to the Follow the Relationship Podcast. For more resources and information, please check out my website at www.michaeldoffney.com. For free resources, you can check out my blog as well as my YouTube page and reach me through any social media channel, LinkedIn, Instagram, or Twitter.